Wow. That, my friends, is called music. Okay? Like, think about the skill it takes to strum that guitar and make it sound like that. So crazy. So crazy. Oh, wish. Really, really wish that instead of, uh, you know, having a naturally deep voice. Oh, yeah. You know, just naturally bassy vibe that comes out every time I flap these gums. Instead of having all that, I wish I could just pick up a freaking guitar at will and just have that kind of noise come out. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how talented people are? Freakishly talented. Learn about that guy. Of course, listening to a podcast. It's crazy. Crazy the amount of talent that is everywhere around us and gets little to no exposure or it just never crosses our path. That's insane to me. It's insane how there's musicians, you know, poets, writers, speakers that will never reach our ears or our eyes, will never experience these things. We'll come across a few, but not all of them. That is kind of insane. It's kind of cool, right? Makes you want to explore a little bit, right? Or if you're a, I mean, <laughs> if you're not feeling it, you know, you just stay at home and be like, Ryan, what the fuck you talking about, man? I don't care about this shit. Come on, man. Give me some, give me some insight. All right, all right. Now I just had to express that Freddie King is the man. Crazy. For all you creatives, man, listen. Listen to how creative that shit is. <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to do some more writing, take your ass to the gym and lift a little more, put down the fucking pizza <laughs> and get to doing what you're supposed to be doing, I don't know what will. Alright, so if this is your first time tuning in, right, I was talking a little bit about viewing life, the entirety of life, viewing that as a game, not a, you know, not a game game, but just as a metaphor so that we understand it a little easier. That's how I understand it, a little bit easier. So I like to compare it very much like a game where there's rules, there's players, there's also cheats. There's also cheats. It's very, very important to identify what is being played, right? Who are the top players? What makes them great? What do they suck at? And are there 
cheats involved that no one's talking about but everyone is using this is a very very strategic way of thinking again it took me the last two years to take all of the analyzing that I was doing every single day take all the analyzing I was doing every single week every single month in various situations and put together a strategy and I'm gonna dive in a little more about that strategy So I left you at isolation, okay? The first was realizing, hey, you ain't special, bro. You ain't special, sister. You're special to someone, but in the grand scheme of things, things are pushing and pulling, moving forward with or without us at all times. And once we grasp that and accept that, we can get off of our pedestals, get back to the real world, reality, and realize, hey, if I don't work my ass off, someone over there who's less talented than me, not as good looking as me, uh, you know, that person is gonna whoop my ass okay that's where it really boils down to for me and how I interpret it that you're not a special unique snowflake there's people out there waking up every single day wanting and getting exactly what you're wanting to get okay And that second piece was, hey, once I accept that, where do I go from here? Well, it's isolation. Am I surrounded by people better than me? Am I giving too much of myself to people who don't give enough back? Identifying my standards and my values and putting myself in a place where I can succeed. So isolation is very, 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 very important. When I graduated a couple years ago, two, three years ago, my first year, I got into immediate isolation. I lived with one friend, childhood friend, No cable, no TV, just a freaking wishing and dreaming. Hey, where do I go from here? Damn it, I got a degree, okay? Uh, No jobs are calling me back. Holy fuck, what what do I do now? And I was like, okay, what do I do with all this time? You know, instead of sitting around, how can I get better, get better, get better? 
and you know one of my best friends he'll be able to tell you one of the first things that I saw was like dude I can't sit here and watch Netflix all fucking day I feel like I'm behind I need to do something I need to you know separate myself somehow from everyone else how do I do that well I gotta go off of what I know and one thing that always stuck out to me was the fact that the majority of people who graduate from a four-year degree read less than one book a year and I took that I don't know where I found that I don't know where you know what I was thinking I could fact check that and I was like okay well if this is true what happens if the guy or girl who has the exact same degree as I do and hey they're more than likely never going to pick up a book after they graduate what if I picked up 10 books a year and read them what about 50 books a year and read them and consume them and learn would that set me apart from that from everyone else who's not doing anything right so I took it even a step further I like 10 x for an entire year and I consumed and consumed and consumed and consumed I think I got over I think 150 books just in that first year out of school So the really interesting part about reading you know, over 100 books in a year is when I look back at the last four years of going to school, combined, I probably read less than 20 books and I'm paying out you know, $50,000 over four years. And here I am, I just got into a different mindset where, hey, instead of paying out all this money that I don't have to have someone tell me what to read, how about I pay out no money and I accept that this will put me in a competitive position if I know as much as the next person who looks like me on paper, right? Bachelor's degree, for your, you know, degree, this school, that school, this GPA, that GPA. How do you separate yourself? Well, of course, the interview. What are you going to say in an interview? What are you going to say in a conversation with someone who has an opportunity for you that you may or may not know about? How are you going to separate yourself in their mind? competing against all the people that that person has met okay so that was the mindset going into it and you know my buddy Alex 
he'll tell you. There was, I think, a week or two weeks where he was basically the only person that I talked to. I didn't talk to anybody else. From the time I woke up to about the time that I went to bed, it was about 10, 15 hours there. I'll take a couple hour breaks here and there to work out and eat and those things. But I would just pick up a book and say, I'm going to try to read this entire book today. And then tomorrow, I'm going to read that entire book. And on and on and on. I did this for about two or three weeks. And I'll tell you what, it's significantly different, okay? When you can go from reading 20 books over four years to 20 books in three weeks. There's a certain accomplishment to that. But all of a sudden, you can bring a lot more things to the table. You can bring a lot more things to the table. So that was part of that isolation period. Was you know, had this self-discovery of, you know, how do you get to the next level and whatever you're pursuing for me at the time you know I just wanted to be a better writer I wanted to blog you know I wanted to have something to say but I also wanted to challenge myself hey you know in high school I probably read two books <laughs> in those four years in college maybe 20 Okay, now that I don't have the constraints of education telling me what to do, what happens if I just tell myself what to do? What happens when I just take back that control and say, I want to read this because I want to read it? Not because I have to, not because I'm being tested, but hey, I've always wanted to learn how Sam Walton build a $200 billion company. Okay, you can do that. But that comes at a price, okay? That comes at a price. Everything we want to achieve comes at a price. And if you can't identify what those costs are, a lot of the times you'll be running and spinning your wheels. Spinning your wheels. Feels like a treadmill. You're exerting all this energy. You ain't going nowhere, dog. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. What are you doing? Right? You can't watch eight hours of TV and try to read, you know, for eight hours a day. At this, you know, it's just they contradict each other. So, in a place of isolation, that's where you can kind of find, find, hey, well, what am I interested in? What do I need to work on? And it's less noise and less noise, less noise and less noise. That's what you're looking for in isolation. So after about six months of reading, writing, studying, just about anything that piqued my interest, I came across a friend of mine. It's just a random visit. And turns out, hey, this motherfucker is just as smart. You know, in most of the things that I'm, you know, I feel really smart about. 
but he went like he he 10x that for me because he could go 10 layers deep into business into relationships into math science you know economy things politics all kind of stuff and i've always known like he was a super smart guy but you know it had been two or three years since i've talked to him and sat down with this guy he was a completely different person okay and not in like a bad way just a completely different person and when we dove into a couple conversations especially those earlier conversations was huge still is a huge proponent of isolation he would always say you know Ryan most people are afraid of being alone because they're afraid of what they might find out about themselves and I was like holy shit I never heard nothing like this baby <laughs> but in all seriousness, it started changing my thinking. Like from that very conversation, I was like, holy shit, dude, you're right. A lot of people, especially people I've been around, people I've known or heard about, just in general, just thinking about it intuitively, you know, one of our primary things is we gotta be with someone or we need to need someone, or need someone to need us. There always has to be another person involved, right? We can never just sit in a room by ourselves and just be, just be there. We always have to text someone. Someone always gotta come over to Netflix and chill. Someone, oh, right? There always has to be someone, someone, someone. Hey, someone talk to me. Someone give me attention. I need to give someone else attention. I need to like somebody's picture. I need to comment on someone's picture. How come no one's talking to me? How come no one's liking me? Oh my God, I'm sad, right? Over and over. But what he pointed out to me was if you can get away from all of that noise, set yourself up in a fucking room, dude. Dude, all you need is a... <laughs> He's notorious for needing the bare minimum in life, right? So I do. All you fucking need is a couple of a couple of uh, pieces of clothing. You don't need no fucking TV. You need a little mattress. Dude, just get a fucking air mattress. That's all you need. What you need a couch for? <laughs> a couch is for sitting. You don't need to be sitting. You need to be working. This is that exact attitude that took him super far in life and the minute that i started adopting some of those things like i experienced tremendous tremendous breakthroughs not all of the breakthroughs but a lot of the ones that needed that i needed you know came from that hey what do you actually need well, it turns out I don't need very much. You need 500 bucks, right? Pay the pay the rent. 20 bucks for an air mattress. You need 30 bucks for some ramen noodle, <laughs> right? 
and you need something to work on. You need a skill to work on. And you need to get rid of distractions so you can hear your true self and resolve some really, really important things that need to get resolved. This is isolation. So once we talked about all of that, okay, sat on the couch, talked for hours about some of these things, and like a good practitioner, right, like a good practitioner, I went out and started practicing. It's not enough to just consume information. You have to take the practical pieces and become a practitioner. Gary V calls it what, clouds and dirt, right? So hey, you can have like all these crazy dreams, but don't forget to actually do the work. Don't forget that every day you wake up, you gotta get fucking moving. <laughs> you gotta get going. So I got going on a lot of the stuff. Cause there was a lot of things I was afraid of that I didn't know I was afraid of. I didn't know that I was afraid of not being in a relationship, not being good enough for this, not being good enough for that. Because, you know, after years and years and years of sweeping real issues under the rug, never exposing those things so that you can actually solve them, you know, you just keep buying bigger and better looking rugs to cover all your shit. But in those conversations and in practicing isolation, you don't need no fucking rug anymore. I didn't need a rug anymore. Holy shit, you're right. I am an asshole when it comes to XYZ. I am insecure about ABC. Holy shit, I do this and I do that. And here's why I do those things. Here's why I feel that way. Now I can actually work on fixing some of those things. Or better, accepting some of those things that I can't change. When you can identify who you really are, you'll better understand, hey, these are some things that I can work on, but over here, I can't change any of that shit. And I'm not going to because that's that's me. That's who I am. And whoever comes into my life has to be okay with those things. And they have to be okay with me working on these other things. That was my point in the last episode, right? Imposing standards. How are you going to impose standards if you don't know who the fuck you are, dude? <laughs> you can't set any standards because you don't even know why you like the guys you like or why you like the girls you like. You don't even know why. You got no standards. As soon as you have these standards and you know why you have these standards, then it's easy to decipher in a five, ten minute conversation. Hey, is this Mr. Right in front of me? Is this Mrs. Right in front of me? 
You'll know that real quick. It don't take no fucking lifetime. <laughs> oh, you weren't the right person. I found out after 15 years of marriage. No, dude. You can find out in a 15-minute conversation, but you have to start with yourself, right? You, you got you to gotta know yourself better than anything else. So then you can filter out the noise you can filter out the people you can filter out the distractions the temptation oh man i gotta i got me a cheating problem i love sleeping with hoes <laughs> okay why uh because i'm scared i'm scared to commit okay why are you scared to commit uh because mama and daddy was cheating okay now we got to the root issue okay <laughs> So now you can go work with the root issues. Okay, cheating is very serious. Sorry for laughing. But that, that's the whole point. It's identifying why am I doing or not doing something. Getting to a place of accepting some of those things. And working on some of the other things. So that you can easily filter what you need to filter. This is part of a game. It's just like a game. I'll end it here because honestly, I don't have enough time to really get into this. I, I try to warn some of you, like, yo, I can talk about this shit for hours, you know, because it took a long ass time to get to a place of awareness of what's really happening whether it's inside whether it's outside with other people workplace you name it, it took a very long time to isolate these things and really become a practitioner of strategically thinking about the scenario what to do about the scenario what to do about this what to do about that it took a very long time. So there's a lot of information. And, you know, some of it's super important. Or, you know, there's other things that not that important. Still kind of funny, though. <laughs> so, anyways. One of the last things I'll leave, leave you with is within all those conversations I was having with my mentor was super big on you know, isolation stop fucking with so many people Ryan you don't need this you don't need that dude what are you doing right these are <laughs> these are our conversations the craziest conversation involving this was when he came up with <clears throat> what I'm calling the 5% rule of influence percent rule of influence which basically boils down to hey out of a hundred people in your life out of the hundred people that you might meet it's really only five people you should actually listen to and the rest you need to learn how to turn and tune that shit out of your life because a lot of what people are saying they can't really help you an example would be you know a fat person trying to tell you how to lose weight 
It's like, dude, you don't got shit to tell me. <laughs> right? Oh, man, you shouldn't be eating that. Shouldn't be swinging your hips when you're lifting that weight. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? You fat as hell. Or a person with a sex addiction problem telling you how to be loyal. Dude, we're not having this conversation. And the craziest part is that some of those people who want to give you those advices and want to, you know, bend your ear. Ooh, they happen to be your friends. Some of them happen to be your family members. Some of them are your mom. Some of them are your dad. How are you going to tell me, mom or dad, sister or brother, how to save up money? And you broke as hell. How? Houseway. <laughs> the rule of 5% when it comes to influence is there's only about 5% of people you need to be listening to. Everyone else, you need to tune those motherfuckers out. If they're your friends, if they're your family, hey, they're going to be there. I'm not saying disrespect them. I'm not saying cause a scene and point them out like, what the fuck do you know, mom? Hey, don't be doing that. No, 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 no. Don't do that. What I'm saying is get to a point where you can tell yourself the truth about who you're listening to. And the way, again, the way you get there, I'm coming full circle, is isolation. You find all these things by being alone in a fucking room where you just sleep, eat, and work. Sleep, eat, and work. And you ask yourself some of those questions. Dude, who the fuck is bringing me down? And those answers will be coming more clear, more clear, more clear. Who should I be listening to? That answer will come. It'll get more clear, more clear, more clear. <laughs>